Oh, my little darklings, this week is insane. Conspiracy theorists not believing conspiracies, beasts and creatures acting out of control. El Chupacabra needs a good slap across the mouth. We've got creepy ghosts, Florida man spirits, and more right here on the very best in Paranormal Talk Radio. This is the only news you need to know. I'm Dave Schrader, and this is the Paranormal 60 News. Good evening, my little darlings, and welcome, and thank you for tuning in with us. This is going to be an interesting night. We've got a lot of strange stuff going on. My internet has been wonky all day, so I'm hoping that the show goes on. If I suddenly vanish, the boys are in charge, and we know just how scary that can be. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the cracked news team right here on the Paranormal 60. Ladies and gentlemen, the paranormal detective himself, Greg Lawson. Hello, Greg. Hey, Dave, I'm here for you. Yes, you are. Ladies and gentlemen, America's greatest hero is not G.I. Joe. We all know him better by the name The Colonel. Hey, Colonel. Hey, how's it going there, Dave? And I'm here. What's with all the the pointing tonight? I'm here for all those folks out there in network land. Listener land, I appreciate that. And ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the right-hand man with a plan, and usually includes... Lots of drinking, Chachi. Well, Good evening, I Chachi. Know that was coming. Hey there, yeah. Dave. How we doing? And back at you. We're all using the fingers tonight. Yeah, wrong finger. Uh, all right, listen. Don't tell Winnie, but I'm Uh-oh. about to drain what's left Ooh, of her fireball. Wow, Uh-oh. man. I know. Not right. Ain't right. Start those. Start those super likes and super stickers and and everything now, because. Winnie's going to need more booze, and what you, what you guys donated last week was just not nearly enough to get me out of the house to go purchase more. The wow. price of gas these days, right? Exactly. Right, it's insane. Can you get liquor delivered to your house? I guess in some states you can, right? This is the U.S. of A. Hell yeah, you can. Yeah. Why not? If I can get marijuana delivered, allegedly. Allegedly. I get liquor. Yeah. Very Fair. strange. What Fair. have you got there, Greg? Taylor. What is Taylor? Colonel oh, Taylor. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. This is not that kind of show, Greg. Put that down. You no, know, um, I just thought I was going to save this for a special occasion. And uh, since apparently I'm not having any kind of special occasion. Good this Lord. Weekend, Why'd you put your hands on that bad boy? That I'm is. Go ahead and. Uh, yeah. You should have uh, brought it with to Minnesota when we started talking about it two months ago. On the exactly, show. yeah. Come on. Yeah. These I two mean, guys down here, they got their tickets, and they're flying out to see me this weekend. Well, and if I would have uh, had more than a week's notice, I might have been able to pull it off. Not only does he not pay attention to his own news stories, apparently <laughs> not even his buddies on the show for two months talking exactly. about this. Did you yeah. send them to me today? Did I send you what today? Your, new <laughs> your own news stories? Are you Don't, worry. That one, Dave. <laughs> Don't worry, Greg. We're going to start off with one of your favorite things. You print yours up. Emails. Emails. 
Yes, no, emails. First, I do want to show you guys this. All right, check this out. This is uh, this is a message I got earlier this week. And for those of you that tune into the show, I've talked about it. We do prayer and healing requests we put out on social media quite often. And this week I got a couple of uh, really powerful stories. And uh, I, I was sent this message earlier this week. Um, Hi, Dave. I'm Will. I'm Dylan's dad. Dylan is nine years old, currently in the PICU, that's a pediatrics ICU, with viral meningitis on a ventilator. Would you uh, please ask your prayer warriors to please pray for Dylan and his recovery? Love you, brother, and thank you from his father, William Keelan. And we put out the prayer. We put out the prayer request. Thousands of people chimed in. And then I got this message the very next day. Yesterday, we posted a prayer and healing request for a child in dire need. This is the message I got from his father today. Dave, we have big positive news this morning. Dylan is exubated. That means that they took out the ventilator and he's talking. He recognizes us and is already showing us his normal Dylan self. I cannot explain in words the relief and how this feels. He keeps forgetting he's in the hospital, but that's normal. We will be here for the next eight days as they're going to treat him for a small chance of bacterial meningitis with IV antibiotics. Praise God. Thank each and every one for the continued prayers. Elizabeth and I are incredibly thankful and humbled by the outpouring of love, support, and prayers. We love and appreciate you all so much. Thank you. And that's from his father, okay. William. That's Today, awesome. just before the show, I get this lovely photograph of Dylan and this update. Hey, Dave, Dylan is continuing to improve, still having some issues with fine motor skills and some ups and downs with emotion, but definitely improving. Going to be in the PICU until Friday, then moving to a regular medical bed for continued antibiotics. We are so incredibly thankful for all the outpouring of support and prayers. And look at that happy, beautiful, smiling face. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. You get it, has, Dylan. Yeah. Good looking kid. Look, he even has the hairstyle already, man. So he's feeling better. Yeah. So that is amazing. I, I had another story going along that same vein, but I was unable to get the permission uh, in time to talk about it on tonight's show. But there was another one that was in pretty dire straits this week. And um, we put out prayer requests and it was an amazingly fast turnaround. Uh, Dylan's story really struck me again as a dad and granddad um, because so many people were weighing in and writing to me privately and saying, Oh, you know, my, my son went through this. He was in a coma for three weeks. My son was in this and, you know, didn't pull through. My son was in this and, and was, uh, uh, you know, unconscious for 10 days. And Dylan was out of it in a day, day and a half after the prayers. I can't say that it's our prayers that helped, but they certainly didn't hurt. So I wanted to start off with that amazing note tonight. Awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Followed up by this amazing note, one of Greg's favorite parts of the show, listener emails. Oh, man, is it an email? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it's an email. I hope cool. it's a long one, too. He says, hello, Dave. And if you read this on air, then a big hello to Chachi, Marty, and Greg as well. My name is Brian, and I'm from a place you're very familiar with, Roselle, Illinois. You grew up not even 10 minutes from my house. I'm a recent fan, but have been fascinated by the paranormal for years. I love your show and how you can approach uh, even-handedly topics that you aren't 100% sold on yet and still be respectful towards your guests. Also, the new show has me in stitches all the time. I love what you bring to the table, and I cannot wait to see what good things come your way. Keep up the good work. Love, light, and respect to you and yours, 
from Brian. Thank you, Brian. Wow, Thanks, that's awesome. Brian. Thanks, Brian. That's man. great. Showing a little love for the news crew. How about yeah, that? Yeah, that was- man. Thanks for including yeah. me, Brian. Like, yeah. if you had a trip or something. All about Greg. All about Greg. Now, folks, I want you to pay attention to this. And then when you're, oh, why are you guys always picking on Greg? These are the exact reasons. Oh, I wish somebody told me. No, dude, I want to hang out with you. Listening to the show. We've been talking about it every week. I want to. It would be great to go up there and hang out with you guys. I just need a little bit more time. That's all. Well, as soon as they have been to an airplane, I'm sure you'll be able to get up there. Yeah, you'll figure it out. All right, let's get started. Uh, Colonel. Yes, sir. It was sent into us by Jennifer Shipley. Yes. He sent this story over to you, and and you thought that it was worthy of talking about. I thought so. Jennifer's doing a lot of the work for me, a lot of the research. Mm -hmm. So uh, I thought I'd present it here. Mysterious Creature. Allegedly spotted in field following livestock deaths, a mythical creature referred to as the goat sucker has reportedly been sighted after a series of livestock deaths in the area. The sighting occurred shortly after several cows, llamas, and alpacas discovered dead in the vicinity. Uh, Yeah, look at that thing. Mm -hmm. I like alpacas. Yeah, I do too. Drone footage captured what appears to be a dark two-legged creature walking through an open field. Uh, the unusual wounds found on the animals led many locals to believe that the mythical creature known as the Chupacabra, or goat sucker, was responsible. According to legend, this demon-like creature feeds on the blood of livestock. The deceased animals were found near the Bulgarian city of Oro. Ororo. Local farmers have reportedly taken measures to protect their livestock by erecting fences in response to the alleged attack by this mythical creature. It remains unclear whether authorities are investigating the claims of livestock blood drinking by the creature. In a separate incident last month, a chupacabra was believed to be responsible for the death of a ram in Mexico. The lifeless white ram was discovered with wounds to its neck, mouth, and eyes in the rural village of Leona, Vicaro, located approximately 20 mi- 25 miles of the Mexican resort of Cancun. While some villagers suspected a wildcat as a culprit, many attributed the mysterious bite marks on the ram's neck to the goat sucker. Another local resident added, it reminds me of a documentary about explorers who went missing and were later found with missing eyes and tongues. Abadal mentioned, in my village... We have been told for years that it's a nocturnal bird that feeds on the brain matter of animals. In my village, we know it as nuke. There have been numerous alleged sightings of the chupacabra across the Americas since the 1970s, ranging from the far north as Maine, as far north as Maine and the United States to as far south as Chile. And again, thank you, Jennifer, for the uh, research and the story. Great, great info. Hey, Marty. Yes, sir. Wow, a lot of foreign words, and you hit yeah. all the Spanish sounding words with that the kind of. The fact is that I, you know, he was rolling his R's, right? I rolling mean, my R's. Good. I attribute it to wow. Shinerbach beer. Thank you. Yep. Wow, that is exciting. Stuff, Texas man. beer. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holy cow. All right, Thank listen. You, Great. I don't want the pressure of going next. So let's You're let not. Greg go next. Oh, okay. okay. Greg. <laughs> but? Greg is not one to be shown up easily. You say Whoa. you got Chupacabra? Greg's got something spooky. Yes, oh, yes. oh, yes. Oh, yeah. What do you got, Greg? Well, a uh, owner says monster-like creature attacked his pet dog in front of him. 
A man in Guyana reported that his dog was attacked by a monster on Saturday evening. Stephen Amsterdam said that the mysterious creature choked his dog to death while he stood there frozen in terror. That is wow. not what he looked like. I bet it does. Wow. I bet that's, that's a good depiction. Very good depiction. Man. Mm-hmm. All right. So the incident occurred near Guyana's border with Venezuela. The dog's owner referring to the attack as a bizarre and distressing experience. While speaking to local media channels, Mr. Amsterdam said that he was walking his dog in the evening when a big black monster came towards to attack him. However, he was saved when his dog got in between him and the beast and sacrificed his life to save his owner. Wow. He referred to the creature as monster-like and diabolical and terrifying beast that strangled his dog. Following the heinous attack of the dog, Amsterdam said the creature fled from the location. I'm not sure what it was, Stephen said, perhaps an evil spirit, but whatever it was, I'm thankful to God and my dog for saving my life. He added that the death of his dog had left a mark on his heart. His beloved pet went everywhere with him. After the news of the incident went viral on social media, many people shared bizarre incidents that happened to them in the same location. Gavin Liverpool said, while working at a local police outpost back in 2000, while on duty, a jaguar tiger-like cat or something of that sort attacked one of the dogs that normally hung around the outpost. Whatever it was, it ran away and leaving the dog for dead. Some even suspected that the creature could be a werewolf or an evil spirit that roams only at night. Yeah. So kind of sad story about the, the guy's yeah. dog. Or not kind of sad. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. oh, Very sad. I, I you say. know what's okay. Look at this though. Right. So we did a story first uh, about yeah. this two legged dark creature. Mm-hmm. Let me, hold on. Let me zoom in on this. What do, oh, it's oh same thing. wow. Wow. That, wow. that is unbelievable. Yep. Wow. For those of you who aren't watching, uh, be glad. Who analyzed that? That was wow. great you work. So Again, to so what Dave said earlier, everybody. Wow. <laughs> hey, say things. Come on, Just, man. This the, the dude's dog. Oh, I know. So way to bring the party down. We're having a great yeah. conversation. I start off oh, with good hi, news. Loki. What do you bring? Hi, a dead Mary. dog. Nice. Dead dog. Way to go, Greg. Good, good job. Nice. Hey, good Lucky job. Gypsy, thank you very much. We appreciate the love and show of support tonight. Thank you. And that's right. Uh, super likes, super stickers, super chats are all on. Make yourself known. Give us a little dollar awesome. holler. Woo. How do you like that? A dollar holler. I like wow. it. So yeah. was that a second story in a row without any issues? Awesome. I didn't yeah. roll my, I didn't roll my R's though. No, that's uh, all right. No, he didn't. No, not Gavin Liber- I mean, Liverpool. I'm going to recommend we skip me then. <laughs> no, this ought to be good. I think uh, <laughs> it's Florida for God's sakes. It's a story oh, from man. Florida. Hmm. All right. Are you ready? Lake oh, by the way, guys, said Lake Okeechobee. No, no, I'm not going to jinx things. All right, Eric, you have the floor. Go <laughs> hey, for it. You do it, Eric. You do it, Chachi. Well, let's all remember. Oh, hold uh-huh. on. Pull that down. Pull it down. Hey, Tracy Pino just dropped us some money, man. Did you see that? Ben oh, Turner. Coming out of everywhere. Look at that. Hey, Tracy. Woo-hoo. Thank you. What I was going to say. Ben Turner. Ben. Awesome, Ben. Ben's yeah. always so complimentary. Thank you, Ben. That's all right. All right. right. Go on now. Speak. Speak. Sorry. You're trying to move me along here quickly. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I just want to make mention of my shirt. Hashtag Uh, bone zone. It it, it could be taken incorrectly, the meaning. So for those of you that heard last week's show, (laughs) 
uh, my North Star, Kesha, right? She mentioned about going to the bone zone mm-hmm. with a ghost, and then she kind mm-hmm. of retracted that story. And many yeah. of you felt that it resonated, the bone zone resonated with you. Yeah. So that's the reason for this week's shirt. Is it? That's a great explanation, Day. I was concerned looking at myself on the screen going, hmm, bone zone. I, I don't know how people are actually reacting to me. Yeah. I think that. people will like it, to be honest with you. Okay, I mean, all right. Yeah. All right. Can, can we now go to the story you've got? Anything else we can talk about? Or... <laughs> nope. No? Let's okay. do it. All righty. Here we go. Florida man barges uh-huh. into a yep. Fort Myers home claiming he's a ghost. A Fort Myers family had some unexpected company for dinner that turned into a frightening feast on Thursday night. The McCaslins, my favorite Florida family, were sitting down for supper when all of a sudden, what they believed to be a random man came barging right through the front door. Brian, Mr. Caslin, that is, was at the table with his two teenage daughters when they heard what they thought was knocking at the door. As I walked towards the front door, there was an individual in the living room area proceeding to advance into my house. He was inside the house already. You know, he only had on a bathing suit. Oh. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, Florida kind of makes right. sense. Right? Right. No sure. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprised as he was at seeing this, Brian mm-hmm. then said the encounter became even stranger once the man opened his mouth. Wow. He started to tell me that he was a ghost and I shouldn't be able to see him. He was actually very <laughs> shocked that I could see him. He thought he was walking around and that nobody could see him. (laughs) Brian, barely able to believe what he was seeing, tried to get the man to back out the front door he came through. Mm -hmm. I could tell that his behavior was, as Brian said, not normal. Hmm. After Hmm. causing the scene inside, this guy, or perhaps a very well-developed ghost, actually, who claims his name is Kevin, by the way. Kevin the Ghost. (laughs) Kevin the Ghost. That might be a hashtag, Kevin the Ghost. Hashtag Uh, Kevin the Ghost. Kevin the Ghost. Came running outside to where a crew was cutting down a tree. He Uh hopped up into one of the trucks and locked himself inside. Oh, yeah. It took some coaxing, but the tree trimmers were able to exercise. Is that the right way to say that word? I like that, yeah. How about extricate? Yeah. All right. Extricate the man ghost. No, no, no. no. You see, it's a ghost, uh, Greg. Let me help you with this yeah. part. Uh, when it's a spirit, you exercise the spirit out of something. You don't one, exercise. two, three, push ups. Ready? One, two, three. One, and two. There we go. All right. All right. So go ahead now. Uh, uh, yeah. So they were trying to exorcise the man ghost out of the truck, and he ran away, still wearing nothing but what? His red His shorting suit. His so red listen, if he's truly a ghost, why would he feel the need to wear? red bathing suit good because question Marty. He, said, he said nobody could see him and right? if you die in an outfit Florida. like if if chachi were to drop face plant right now he would haunt the earth forever with the bone zone t-shirt oh my bone zone ghost oh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the hashtag bone the zone cash ghost cash yeah okay um so caradine is oh. never mind yeah too soon uh Brian called the Lee County Sheriff's Office and filed a report, which any of us, I think, would do. He now mm-hmm. wants deputies to find the poltergeist perpetrator, but not to press charges, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Huh. He said, hopefully we could find this individual and get them the help that they need so the family could rest in peace. Wow. <laughs> what I did there. Uh, I like it. Dumbest news of the day. 
All right, let's just file this under supernatural and be done with it. Oh, God, he dropped supernatural on us. Super, come on. Well played. And ladies and gentlemen, all three stories without a hiccup, Mm. without a flaw. Thanks for recognizing that. Are we going to lose listeners? Listen listen to this this message. Uh, Walter said, hey, Dave, I found the perfect book for Paranormal 60 News. My wife and I have... Turn so many onto your show. We love it. Hashtag words are hard. And I wrote to him, no, words is hard. He uh, he sent us the Dictionary of Difficult Words. Wow. <laughs> Can sure. I get a copy of that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I think we've written it, actually, to be honest yeah. with you. The issue uh, is the world's the, the, the world's. See, I just screwed up just speaking. Yeah, that's the you world. Reading, though. Yeah. The, the, are the, difficult. We just no. don't know how to read. The reading is difficult. Yeah. Difficult, yeah. Mm. So how about this guy? He brings. He breaks it. Do you think he really thought he was a ghost? Oh, yeah. Could you imagine being so high that you think you're a ghost and that you're baffled that anybody can see you? I'm going to ask the colonel this one. Is that possible, colonel? Um, There's some drugs out there, buddy. I don't know. You know, isn't that the zombies? I think Mark G uh, hit it right on the spot. What do you say? Uh, that was weird. Um, that uh, uh, meth is a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That is. That it is. Wow those uh, those comments you you can all read those so clearly. I, I'm very impressed. <laughs> I'm not even looking tonight, Dave. I'm oh, not even. God, this is uh, this is going to be tough because uh, I've given myself one of the harder stories here. Oh, here we go. You're the one that uh, deserves it. Oh no no no! Wait till you hear it before you start rolling and and, and chuckling <laughs> at me. All right. DJ's death adds to Haunted Room's dark history. Hmm. A former popular DJ was found dead in his haunted room, leaving a haunting note about ghosts and previous deaths. Neighbors were unaware of the tragic incident until a foul smell led rescuers to investigate. On June 4th, the Sawong Fong Kusan Rayong Rescue Foundation, local authorities, and police officers from the Muang Rayong Police Station responded to a rented room after neighbors detected a bit of a foul stench. They then discovered the body of Yam, 77 years old, a former well-known and well-loved DJ known for his charming voice. Is that how it's going to go down when I die? Is it going to be Dave Schrader, known for his charming voice? Do you guys think that that's how it'll be? Is that what you want on the headstone? Yeah. We'll put whatever you want. On PBS. (laughs) Yeah. No, I just want like the end of Young Guns. I want one of you to go out there and chisel pals on my gravestone. And that's it. There you go. Greg can do that. That's that's what I'm asking for. All right. So the neighbors were unaware of the situation and estimated that he had been deceased for probably three to five days. The rented room's diary and walls revealed Yam's suffering from multiple illnesses and paranormal disturbances. It's reported that he suffered from illnesses and spirits that seemed to torment him, rendering him unable to take care of himself. Neighbors described Yam as a polite, eloquent, and well-read individual who mostly kept to himself. But the authorities found a message in his diary. All right. And for those of you that are reading along with us, most likely not the actual photo, but this is what he wrote. There are ghosts in this room every night. The temple where I am staying is powerful. I don't know if they want me to make some merits for them. They come to torment me, my karma. No one believes me when I tell them. They think I'm ridiculous. I don't know what to do. 
I'm extremely tormented. And they are everywhere, day and night, interfering with everything. I'll die a nervous wreck. Signed, Chaya Yam. Upon reading and rendering the message out loud, oh boy, that's sad. What a way to go by yourself alone. Um, Yam's writings on the wall. This is what they saw written on his wall as well. Yeah, Yam's writings on the wall also included a message urging people not to create bad karma for themselves and to care for each other. It added that people's renting the room should live in peace and get along since they are neighbors, referring to each other as siblings and not causing bad deeds. This news shocked rescue officials and neighbors before they sent the body to Rayong Hospital for further investigation into the true cause of death. But he believed that it was the spirits. Now, jokingly, of course, I'm looking for a diary page. I was just looking for one that was all scrawled in crazy cryptic notes. And the first one I clicked on was this one. And I don't know if you guys actually read what it said. It looks like it's written by a very young girl. And it says, I think there is a monster under my bed. I am brave, so I will check it out. Update. Hold your fire. As for now, there is no monster under the bed. Just a popsicle stick and a dead bug. And that comes from Abby. Wow. Very observant. Good job, Abby. Abby. Good job. Look behind the curtain. What are the odds of that's the one weird diary page I pull up and she's talking about a monster Mm. underneath her bed? Yeah. All right. Um, Strange stuff. So like I said, we've got a lot of high strangeness going on in the world around us. Uh, Guys, before we launch into our last couple of stories here, I did want to ask you in... The way that things are going down right now, and we're going to talk UFOs in a few minutes, but the way that things are going down right now, we had an article, I think a a week or two ago, where there was a gentleman who, before his sudden death, claimed that he was poisoned and said there's going to be big breaking news, perhaps like an alien invasion or something that's going to be set in motion to detract and keep us from focusing on something else. Right. Now... I'm sure, Greg, I know you're a big uh, ufologist guy. You're, you're into this stuff. Come on. There's this news that's come out. Um, there's a, a whistleblower deeply embedded in the government. We'll get to a story about that in a few minutes that has seen debris, bodies, things of not human or earthly nature. All of a sudden, everybody's coming alive with UFO stories. I wanna, I'm going to start with the colonel. Colonel, what do you make of these type of things breaking at this point in our history? You know, I'm wondering if because it's it's more open now, there's a lot more discussion from, from various types of organizations that may have downplayed it in the past. Maybe mm-hmm. people are just a lot more open to bring these, these types of um, sightings out to the public. They're not as, as afraid to be ridiculed by, by the public for doing that. Chachi, knowing the industry the way you do, we're teetering on the brink of a recession. Uh, Interest rates are at an all-time high. People are very worried about spending money and doing things. And all of a sudden, these stories just start popping up, UFO, UFO. And I I am watching headlines. We mentioned last week um, that there is a weapon that the government has created that can put mammals is how it's said it, not animals, but mammals into a hibernative state, knock them out basically and put them into hibernation. Um, 
I don't know if you guys read or heard about this, but this is just very chilling. 60,000 pounds of explosives vanished off of a train two weeks ago in the United States without a trace. How does 60,000 pounds of explosive material vanish? And why is nobody talking about this? So do you think these UFO stories that are popping up, which always get attention, do you think this is, is timed on purpose to cover all of these tracks for things the government has no answers for? I, what's concerning me right now is the fact that these stories that we're getting more and more every day, all of a sudden, what's going on in the East Coast right now? New York and New Jersey, which I hope everybody's safe over there. Right. But right, I, I'm sure you guys are seeing the pictures on social media. I mean, you can't even see New York, right? Philadelphia, yeah. Too. Philadelphia, New Jersey, right. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, that's taken over the news today. And I haven't seen it. For many people stories. that don't know and are listening around the world, because if you're not... You know, even in, in Minnesota, it would maybe not have tripped the trigger for me, yeah, but well, I've read the news as well that there are raging wildfires in Canada going on right now, putting out so much smoke and soot that it is affecting the skies and air. Here in Minnesota, we're under a breathability warning. Don't be outside too long because of all the smoke coming in from Canada. And we can still see the sky. East Coast is just getting battered by this. I can't even imagine. But you're right. There's something else very strange going on. Yeah. And I mean, it's so bad that JFK and LaGuardia, two of the busiest airports in the country, are closed right now. Mm. You can't get in and out of New York City on an airplane. Think about that. When's the last time that happened, right? Um, So I, I don't like all these things that are coming out. And I don't like how when you look at your feeds, all of a sudden those UFO stories are fewer and fewer and fewer in between. That, that's what concerns me. What, what else is going on? Mm-hmm. Now, Greg, you've written books on UFOs. You've researched UFOs into the conspiratorial angle, the reality angle. What's going on in your opinion? Well, uh, for, first thing is, yes, more people are talking about it because it's a little bit more accepted. Uh, there, mm-hmm. You know, the government's taking it, what appears to be serious. And, uh, and when, when you speak of such things, people aren't rolling their eyes. Now they kind of engage a little bit more. So there's that. Then you have the people that are distractors and, uh, the people that just want to be involved and they'll just throw in their two cents of whatever their UFO made up story is. The problem with all of it is we now, you know, when people used to talk about conspiracies, they didn't have a lot of good evidence that it really is a conspiracy. Now we know it is now we, you know, when we're tracking bank accounts of senators and congressmen and you look at how many felons are in, uh, in, in the house of representatives and, and that sort of thing, you're, I'm sitting back going, how is this happening? And we're still putting up with it. And I think we're being indoctrinated in this to accept this stuff. And there's a lot of, um, you know, tail wagging the dog stuff. Well, there's, there's a lot of hubbub right now going on around the fact that governors and senators are giving, are being given sat phones, satellite phones. Mm-hmm. I started yeah. a couple of weeks ago, right? Right. But what, to what end? I mean, is that because we're afraid something's coming that's going to knock out regular phone lines? Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I have no idea. Um, it, I, I don't I don't see any real uh, uh, a plus to it other than uh, they would definitely have 
uh, c- connectivity when they're in the air, if they're flying someplace and if they're going someplace that doesn't, uh, you know, do AT&T or whatever they're using. I mean, that, that would be handy. Uh, it would make sense that it would be the next evolution of communication to where, um, you know, we don't have to rely on, on, you know, line of sight or, or cell, but you know, it's, it's just the distraction stuff that really just really kind of wigs me out a little bit. Uh, and, and the, the way that the government is being run right now for sure, uh, shows that as far as leadership goes, that's, not happening. Uh, there is another part of the government that is running everything. Um, and, but on the other side, the fires, um, you know, ever since, uh, human beings or ever since Europeans moved into America and started putting fire zones and controlling fires, obviously our fires are going to be worse because we're not doing control burns. And yeah. And there you go. <laughs> just, and just like just that. Um, but no, you know, that's those are good points. Go ahead, Marty. What did you want to share? Sat phones, man. That's pretty intense stuff. I I didn't hear about that. I mean, so who's been a couple weeks ago? Phones? Really? All the congressmen, right? Congressmen. Yeah, congressmen and senators, wasn't it? That were being yeah. given sat phones for uh, yeah. Them. Again, for what purpose? They never said. Um, I mean, that's that's intense. Sat phones aren't. They're not cheap. Hey, what started the uh, the fires in Canada? Does anybody know? I, I don't. I haven't been keeping up. Is with that, it. It's interesting. Like everything you read, that yes, we're getting hit in the U.S. and yes, it's coming from Canada, but I never see the source of these fires. Well, mm. while we go to commercial break, maybe Greg can look that up and tell us uh, and and report back to us. I'm on it. Please do. Thank you. Uh, now, I do want to mention though, um, what do you guys make of this deep insider? This this person that's in there now, you know, Chachi, you'd shot me over, uh, an article on barstool sports. Right. And I, I posted it on, um, Twitter and I said, what are you guys thoughts? And immediately everybody just attacked the messenger, right? It was, Oh, well, if it says bar or stool or sports, I'm certainly going to trust the source without reading the article, seeing who wrote the article. And that, I don't know if people know this, but other news sources can source a story if there's something they find intriguing about it, they can put it on their website. Uh, popular mechanics. Remember we've been having popular mechanics, better homes and gardens, magazines and, and sites like that, that have been hosting a lot of these ghostly UFO and strange creature sightings. But the fact that, um, you know, the reporters that are behind this story are deeply vetted. They're people that are in the know and have been right before. Should we be taking this more seriously and stop, you know, just jumping to the conclusion. I mean, it's not the onion that you got it from. And as long as you look at the article and can track back where it came from, and most every article at the end says this article originated at the Washington post or the onion, a satirical news site, these stories aren't, they're going back to regular sources. Yeah. I, listen, I'm a huge sports fan, right? So I follow barstool sports myself. Right. Um, but to your point, that wasn't written by them. They often, retweet out and uh and share articles that they find interesting from other you know parts of uh, uh of the the news spectrum if you will so yeah. I, i'm with you what do you think greg with the depth of what's going on do you believe this is truly an insider is this somebody that is deeply entrenched or are we going to find out it's some fringe former government employee or something that well, well know, I, I, it just seems weird yeah, in 1950, all of these uh, these people that would be uh, releasing this information, they would be in prison, 
right now. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the whistleblowers now, um, typically it doesn't seem like, uh, our government is, is doing any, any, uh, per, you know, uh, prosecutions toward treason or anything like that. It's, it's amazing to me because, and I, and I think it's because it's on both sides, the Democrats and the Republicans are just kind of telling on each other and dropping these bombs everywhere. Uh, and the Republicans don't want to be, uh, uh, you know, criminally charged and the Democrats don't want to be criminally charged. So when it happens, they just kind of get, get rid of the person and just keep moving on. Um, it's, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> you, you brought up, you brought up something that actually just uh, sparked another story idea in my mind. I know we have a story later kind of related to UFOs and politics, but could this be, let's start releasing things, seeing which side jumps on this so that in the upcoming election, we can then shred the side that seems to believe more in this UFO scenario. Could Do you think that there's maybe some of this being fed out on purpose to see who they can needle who they can disavow because of this information, or am I or, just being or, too dark and cynical? Or what is what if they to send this information out and they see a large majority of the voters are like, yeah, this is really important. This is stuff that we really need to consider as a politician and as a voting member in in Congress, uh, and that could be possibly a route that they want to emphasize in their campaign. And then it becomes a campaign topic, right? Exactly. Yeah, Are you wow. for or against UFOs? I, I know none of it is being released just because they're they're figuring out this chess game and try and you know releasing it as an intel brief uh, to do damage or to get control. One of the two, and uh, it's coming more and more steadily. So yeah. that's because are, that's I, because they're not doing anything about it. If if they were falling on uh, federal law as far as a treasonous kind of thing, I mean, think about it. Uh, in 1950, if somebody came along and said, "Hey, hey, everybody, listen, listen, the dollar is about to crash. It's gonna crash. You got to buy Bitcoin. Here, I have this stuff. Bitcoin. The the dollar's gonna crash and and start stirring up everything. Oh my God, that guy would have been in jail so fast. Uh, you not can't anymore. step in yeah. and. Um, uh, destabilize a, a, a country's currency like that, uh, and uh, it's it's very uh, it's very confusing. Yeah, Mark oh, G says Mark. exactly, Greg. It's wow. a massive, very important chess game. It is. Did you see strange. the? Uh, uh, is his name Mark Hoppus? I think lead singer of Blink One Eighty Two. Is that ringing a bell? Go ahead. Nobody. Okay. Uh, he, he put out um, a, a tweet uh, a couple of days ago. You know, he's a, a UFO enthusiast, um, mm -hmm. and, and he put out a tweet that you know, go out and look it up. I don't want to paraphrase something that I don't remember exactly what he said, but I had I thought he had some really good points in what he was saying about what we're seeing from this right now. Well, during the commercial break, we'll put you on that, Chachi, while uh, the paranormal detective is digging oh, up where the fires began. Well, should have spoken up. That's my, right. I am not opening my mouth for anything. <laughs> Marty. Let's, let's go. <laughs> we have to take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got more stories to share, including conspiracy theorists that mm -hmm. are having trouble buying into conspiracies. We've got so much more on tap right here on the very best in Paranormal Talk Radio. This is the Paranormal 60 News. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? 
the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's better. Help, H E L P dot com slash P sixty. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp dot com slash P sixty. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Are you like so many others, coming into abilities that you don't understand, and unsure where to safely begin this journey of exploration? Well, award-winning psychic and medium Michelle Welch has the answers. Michelle Welch is the author of the award-winning book, The Magic of Connection. Stop cutting cords and learn to transform negative energy to live an empowered life. In this book, you'll learn how spirituality and intuition can help you heal your inner wounds while staying connected to the people that you love. Author Michelle Welch shows you how to work with the energies that connect all people. And you'll learn to transform and transmute negative energy in ways that support your personal spiritual journey and help you reach a more powerful and meaningful life. In her newest book, Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more, Michelle teaches you how to identify and deal with the spiritual energy around you every day. Each chapter features a specific kind of spirit and teaches you how to sense its presence, identify and connect with it, and set the boundaries you may need, all while demystifying the process and making it easy and accessible to everyone, from the beginner to the expert. You'll learn how to understand elementals, connect with an ascended master, protect against psychic attacks, astral travel, and more, providing meditations, visualizations, and inspiring stories, this book helps boost your intuition and spiritual experience. Unleash the real you. Get the books, The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life, and Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more. Buy them now wherever you purchase your books or by using the link on today's program guide. Life is confusing enough. Why not make it easier with award-winning help from Michelle Welch? And at my 
soultopia.com. You can find Michelle Welch's books along with a myriad of other hand-curated books from their library. Perfect books for the metaphysician in you, for the person striving to learn and get more intelligent about what this field means. And if you're looking for crystals, only the best crystals or crystal jewelry, make sure you check out mysoultopia.com. That's the link in today's program guide. Check it out, mysoultopia.com. Haunted Magazine is a publication dedicated to all things paranormal and spooky. Each issue features articles, interviews, and stories about ghosts, hauntings, and other unexplained phenomena. The magazine also covers topics such as cryptozoology, UFOs, and other aspects of the supernatural. Expect to find in-depth investigations of haunted locations, first-hand accounts of ghostly encounters, and reports of paranormal events and attractions. The magazine also includes features on the latest ghost hunting technology and techniques, as well as tips for those looking to search the supernatural on their own. Issue 37, The Frights of Spring, will be in stores from March 6. So remember, don't be normal. Be paranormal and order your copy today. We want to thank all of our sponsors that chime in on this program, and please make sure to support the sponsors that keep us on the air. You can find all their links on today's program guide. Uh, all right, before the break, Greg, we were talking about the fires coming out of Canada. The big question amongst us, again, ignorantly enough, how did they begin and where did they begin? What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so the uh, fire, uh, according to uh, the Daily Mail, um, rage, the fires raging across six of Canada's 13 provinces and territories caused havoc uh, across uh, all of those areas. 3.3 million hectare, acres of land. Uh, it's about the size of the whole entire state of Maryland uh, is wow. burnt. Now, uh, it's blowing down the East Coast, like you were saying. Well, you look at a lot of different, uh, a lot of a lot of the different uh, climatologists and scientists that are looking into this stuff. Uh, you know, are are pointing in a lot of different things. Uh, some of these fires were started obviously naturally, lightning strikes, those sorts of things. Is because it's been very dry and warm up there this year, and I, I think dry last year also. Uh, also, there's a lot of people pointing fingers at really poor management uh, as far as what I was speaking on earlier. Um, you have to let that stuff burn from time to time. It has to burn that undergrowth out of there or else when it happens, you're not going to be able to control it. Light burns are good. The big burns are really, really bad. So um, the, the problem in Canada is they're not getting any more money uh, in those management fields to be able to do this stuff. They want to do it. Mm. Uh, but, and it's, and it's really weird. I mean, when you think about it, when you're, when you're con concerned about nature, uh, you think, well, golly, if I catch this on fire, you know, what, what kind of damage is it going to do? Well, it does far less damage if you do it periodically, than you wait 20 years, 30 years, 50 years before a fire goes through, and then you're not controlling anything. It'll burn down to the, to the roots. So, yeah. So there's, All there's right. quite a few different things. Well, let's do this, my little darklings around the world. Whether you're watching this live or listening to the replay, obviously Canada's in trouble and they need our help. So let's set an intention experiment right now. I'd like everybody listening 
that is safe at home in a safe environment to close their eyes. And I want you to imagine Canada. Picture the map of the globe. See Canada above the United States. And I want you to just manifest and bring forth clouds, rain, quenching rains. Quenching rains that can help to blow this out. Low winds, but quenching rains so that the fire does not continue to spread. Let's focus on not only sending the rain, but seeing the fires going out as the rain comes down, seeing the smoke as it fizzles out, and seeing the regrowth beginning again. That's the way that we work through a manifestation and an uh, intent situation. We don't just send the rain because we've done that in the past and we've seen a horrible aftermath. So see the rain, quenching rains only to these areas around Canada that are dealing with this unprecedented firefall. We ask that the quenching rains go there, that they push out these fires without causing more spreading, and that you also imagine just the regrowth afterwards and the safety of the people and lands and animals in Canada. For those of you that are prayer warriors, pray upon whatever deity or God you believe in to help bring some peace. For those of you that are um, energy workers or uh, witches, uh, anybody that can call upon any of the spirits of the winds, uh, do what you can to bring forth quenching rains and try to help this. Um, and yes, please keep the firefighters and first responders safe. Keep those in your prayers as well. Thank you very much for bringing that up, Kevin Morales. Um, intention T Harp brings up. I love you, Dave. I'm a big believer in intention. Over the almost 17 and a half years I've been doing these programs, we've set intention and California was going through a massive drought. There was no rain on the horizon. We did an intention experiment midweek. Rain came in over the weekend that they didn't expect. And it was a lot of rain. In Colorado, there was horrible fires burning around. It almost destroyed the town of Estes Park. We called forth the intention. And this is why I said you've got to be careful when doing intentions and setting and manifesting. We called on rains, deluge of rain. Just imagine drenching, soaking, pounding rain, putting out those fires. And it came. It came within days of us asking and began washing out mountainsides and roads and flooding businesses. So be careful what you ask for, like the old monkey's paw, right? If you, With every wish, there comes a curse. Be very cautious in the way that you do these things. Manifestation to me is always about seeing what you want, being specific about what you want, and seeing the aftermath, seeing the smoke going out, the ground growing, dampened, safe, do those kind of things, and hopefully we can bring some of that intention. For those of you driving, listening to this, don't close your eyes. Just imagine those things, uh, but stay focused on the road, please, or do it in the comfort of your own home. Thank you very much. That is our little moment here and give Chachi a few seconds more to uh, look up his his assignment. And maybe it was a bad time to throw your shirt on to hashtag balls of fire. Wow. <laughs> hashtag balls of fire. Loki, if you're out there, again, I'm not watching comments because Dave gives me, you know what, for watching comments. So you can uh, tell Greg is because he's not even looking. He's over there on the side of the screen going. Dave's looking for his story that he hasn't read yet. Um, no, I, I had a hard time this week to deciding mm -hmm. between what was it, Boner Garage? What was the one on the other side? <laughs> this is a two sided zone, zone. 
Bone zone <laughs> and bulls on fire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I decided to do a two-sided shirt first time ever. And I was like, you know what? I really liked Loki's balls on fire. So we did that one too. Thanks for the shout out. Awesome. I'll tell you what, Loki, you send me an email, Dave at paranormal60.com with your address. And I'm going to have Chachi send that t-shirt to you. At my Heck cost? Yeah. Heck yeah. At your yeah. cost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That way. yeah I love the show. You guys, hey, do I need to show bring up his living room again on my uh, background? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's Good let call. people see. Uh, all right. So we asked you. Now you said what? What band was it? Matchbox Twenty, Violent Femmes, lead singer of ABBA. Who was it? Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two. ABBA, I think. Twenty One Pilots. Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. I steal. Lots of numbers. Duran Duran. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was going through my phone. Mm-hmm. And I was able to find the article that Taylor Swift accidentally swallowed a bug during the Chicago show, and she called it delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that's what I was looking for. No, no. Blink so 182. Focus. focus. Yeah. Um, Still didn't find so, it is what you're saying? No, no. I did find it. Ch- check okay. your phone. I sent you a, a little link there. Um, okay. But uh, it was Tom DeLong. It was not Mark Hoppus. And I think Tom actually, DeLong. Was, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. I, somebody threw it in the chat because I can't. I couldn't find it in our Hoppus. And thank goodness. I wait a minute. I wasn't looking at the chat. Somebody put it in the chat. I didn't look at the chat, but they put it in the chat, and I found. Wow. It. Um, thank God for the chat. Impressive. Thank God for the chat, which is why I watch the chat, but I don't watch the go. chat. Um, uh, so, anyways, Tom DeLong said that uh, that that. Uh, all things are connected and we're living in a control mechanism of some sort that involves synchronicity ufos and other phenomenon that are leading us to an end point that we just don't fully understand yet and i was like whoa that's that's deep yeah it is have you ever had him on one of your shows dave uh, Tom DeLong. As yeah. a matter of fact, no, I have not. He's always been a little too busy. He uh, mm. actually went on tour right Did now. he go and brief Congress or something like that or met with some congressmen? Yes. And... Yeah, he's met with a bunch of people. He's, yeah, he's one of amazing. the guys that people have been releasing footage to. Well, he, I think he's the one that actually provided the satellite phones. No, he did. That's no, that's not that's true. Impressive. Wow. Hypothetically. Not true. Not true. Interesting. Well, not hey, real quick. I do want to make one more quick mention. Our our dear friend Dot from Spaced Out Radio, who has been a guest on the show. I've been a guest on his show. Um, we just would like to take a moment of silence in honor of his mother who passed away today. And uh, just send some good vibrations and energy to Dave Scott and for his family to deal with this passing. All right. Thank you very much. Dave Scott, Spaced Out Radio. If you love the paranormal, you love the strange, go check out my buddy, Dave Scott. Hang in there, he's, Dave. Uh, he's had some really great episodes with us this year. I've reached out. I told him if there's anything we can do to help, just let us know. So, all right, um, Marty, let's yes, get sir. to conspiracy theorists uh, unable to conspiratorialize. Yeah, right, well, exactly. I didn't get that word. <laughs> oh, man, am I going to tie that word? Let's go. Uh-huh. Let's go. Here Listen, we go. Conspiracy Marty, theorists. Marty, yes. Wait, wait. yes. I just want to say, again, I haven't been reading the comments. But I believe some in the comments are mentioning their throats are getting dry, their drinks are getting warm. I'm just mm-hmm. going to throw that out. Just there. okay. I'll I'll take that to account and uh, in account rather and uh, screw up a few times. There you go, boy. Way to take one for the Don't team. Be intentional. I'm just saying. Okay. And go. Here we go. Conspiracy theorists afraid to believe massive new UFO report is real. 
If there's one thing that remains certainty among conspiracy theorists is that everything in a conspiracy theory, even on the rare occasion when one of their beliefs appears to be vindicated. This became apparent once again this week after a former intelligence official turned whistleblower reportedly told Congress that the U.S. government secretly possesses a craft of non-human origin. The news appeared on Monday in a report from the debrief, which said, according to decorated former combat officer David Charles Grush, that the U.S. government has long operated a deeply covert program that recovers and analyzes both small fragments and entire vehicles said to be non-human origin. While questions remain, the news was seen as vindication by many longtime believe, believers in aliens and unidentified flying objects. But the most ardent conspiracy theorists refused to celebrate the news, instead arguing that the revelation itself was yet another conspiracy theory. Far-right commentator Ian Miles Chong suggested the whistleblower's commentary regarding a topic that has been discussed for decades was a distraction from the ever-important culture war. What's a good way to distract from the culture war and the deluge of bad press being given to the administration? Chong asked, yeah. roll out the news about aliens and UFOs. That's what we've been talking about here. There you go, yep. Darren J. Betty, a writer who has helped push conspiracy theories, similarly suggested that the news was part of a psychological operation to mislead the public. There's an op going on with the UFO stuff. It's just not clear what this is, Betty tweeted. Why do all these intel and defense officials all of a sudden want us to think about this? could be simultaneously true that it's real and that there's an ulterior reason they're promoting this now. Many ins insinuated the same, arguing that the U.S. government was likely attempting to take the public's attention away from something else. I have a thesis that the government ramps up the UFO talk whenever they need a narrative reset somewhere else, tweeted one. And while having a healthy skepticism... There you go, people. There we go. There we go. Skepticism. Skepticism. I, I would like, like is to that say. Like nepotism? And I took that one for the team because I really was uh, working on that that word a while back. I was going to say, I'd like to say that he did that intentionally. No, I think nope. he actually did. No. Nope. They're so desperate. Your voice even started to crack it so dry. Marty, uh, but Chad yeah. brings up, if we start spelling things wrong in the chat, will you guys please drink more? <laughs> there you go. See, oh, you know, it's funny. We get uh, we get a lot of gripes on, on all of these social media sites that these guys, four drunken morons trying to say <laughs> the news. And uh, <sighs> and uh, now here it is. They're begging us to drink. Please we're we're drink. rolling through yeah, stories yeah. without a mistake. Loki so, says, Chachi, you're hurting my ADHD. Oh, <laughs> my. Try. All right. And while yeah. having a healthy skepticism, uh, mm -hmm. as we like to refer to, is idea <laughs> regarding such topics, most conspiracy theories appear more concerned with finding a new conspiracy than believing this potentially massive news. Oh. Isn't it funny that we're finally at a point where it's this is like the equivalent of getting a clear shot of Bigfoot. Right. For years, we've settled with right. pictures. Right. And if we give you a clear shot, not good enough. It's fake. Look how clear it is. Exactly. This is where we've gotten with UFOs. The government and insiders are coming out. And now the conspiracy theorists are like, no, 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 that can't sounds be like crap to me. Yeah. Something else bigger is going on. The Gerber baby is going to try to overthrow the planet. Why aren't we talking about that? Yep. Yep. I don't know. Exactly. 
It's a good question, though. Drink more, worry Oof. less. Spot on. Right there, man. Hey, wait, did you guys? What? Did you notice what's in this picture as well? That little guy's popped back oh, up again. Yeah. <laughs> he, this dude the is chupacabra. everywhere. That's yeah. what Mike was asking, uh, right? The goats? Oh, he's yeah. got two it's eyes. Uh, two eyes. All right, Greg. Hey, buddy. You have a story to share with oh, us. Oh, hey, yeah, y'all. Hey, I'm going to catch you guys up for oh. this evening. Hey, oh. wait, we've, we've been mentioning, I got to tell you, we've been mentioning all of the people throwing up super chats, super likes, super buttons. Thank you all for the lovely donations yes, to the indeed. show. And, and as I'm rolling on the bottom of the screen, if you're not listening live, or even if you are, but you don't want to do the super chat, super likes, you can always show support for the show and make a donation to the Venmo account at Paranormal60 at Paranormal 60. During the show, we got a Venmo. And it comes from Nancy, here. who Venmoed a very nice amount. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, uh, but she said, buy Winnie a damn case of Fireball. A case? And, oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, enough, it's enough to buy a couple cases. I get those. Oh, oh, wow. Am I supposed to report those? Yeah. I What? Who did no. that, Dave? That is Nancy Hayes. So, Nancy, thank oh, you again Nancy. for the love. Yeah, beautiful. Yay, All right. Nancy. And I'm not even going to use any of that money to send my shirt out to Loki, just so you nope, know. Nope, nope. That's coming nope. out of my own pocket. Maybe just the 20 from Loki. She Let just me find the it. file of the living room again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Greg, please. Uh, Stop hey, buddy. horsing around. Get to your story. You guys, you guys ready? You may as well just put some straws in your drinks now. Okay, let's all uh, tip Vir one. Let's do it. Coming straight out of Italy. Stand by. Virgin Mary apparition. Wait a minute. Did you just call Greg Grimace? <laughs> Grimace. Because, of his, because of his purple. Purple face. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't have licked the blueberry <laughs> wallpaper there, Greg. <laughs> Listen, Veruca. I, yeah. That's not even how it happened, Marty, for God's sake. Wasn't it? <laughs> Wasn't she, didn't she lick the wallpaper or something like that? Well, she took. She had one of those little uh, food tablets that was supposed oh, to have an entire meal in it. Is. That's why. Everlasting schnoz. Nope, 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 nope. The blueberry it was, it was tastes like blueberry. Didn't right, lick the was, window, Greg. Yep, go ahead. Uh, Greg, I'm sorry that they keep interrupting you. This is horrible. Am I really? I'm pretty pink. Oh, no, you're purple. No, you're purple. Yeah. purple. Stop yeah. squeezing yourself. All right. Uh, Virgin Mary apparitions not always real, says the Pope. Ooh. Apparitions Whoa. of the Mary are not always real, Pope Francis has said, in what appears to be a direct reference to a woman who drew thousands of pilgrims to a town near Rome to pray before a statue that she claimed shed tears of blood. Mm. Yeah. Don't look there, Pontiff said during an interview with Radio One on Sunday when asked about the apparitions of the Virgin Mary. <laughs> I love this picture that goes along. Yeah, with he's, he is yep. like, you are such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's yucking Come it up. Take another gummy. Moron. Yeah. yeah. There are images of the Madonna that are real, but the Madonna has never drawn attention mm. to herself, he said. Mm. Which Madonna? Uh, yeah. The interview, the Madonna. Jesus, oh. oh my God! The interview was aired a few days after residents in Travignano uh, called <clears> that. <throat> to say, I think yeah. we should all just drink for that one. Tra I, yeah, I don't know yeah, what the word is, but Travignano. Sneeze next time. Travignano. 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 
If I do it like that, will you know any, any mm-hmm. different? Called mm-hmm. on Francis to intervene against Maria Giuseppe Scarpula. I think Giuseppe. it's Giuseppe. I think it's Giuseppe. 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 Look at the Pope can't even take the way you said it. Ah. <laughs> He's like, you, come on. You. Come on. Oh. Come on. Come on. Wow. I didn't take Italian. I took Spanish. Oh, going old school. I dropped going it. Old school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. So who's been nicknamed okay, uh, against Maria Giuseppe? Giuseppe. Giuseppe for God's sakes. I like Giuseppe. How do you I know like uh, how do you know that that's not the way they pronounce it? Wasn't that because everybody by, ever by the name of Giuseppe. Yeah. Have you ever bought a pizza, Greg? It's it's like a yeah. you know, a Pinocchio. This isn't a Pinocchio tale. But so, there's, a, there's a Giuseppe in it. There is a Giuseppe who has in it. Been nicknamed. She was nicknamed the Saint and the Clairvoyant. For five years, she's organized monthly ceremonies in a park overlooking Lake Bracciano. Hmm? Yeah, do that one. What? Did I hear wind going? Uh, where a statue of the Virgin Mary sits in a glass case. The statue was bought by Scarpula in a Catholic pilgrimage site in Medjugorje, Bosnia. See, Medjugorje. Medjugorje, Bosnia. Wow, everybody knows that. Medjugorje. Mark G, please stand by. Gregnical difficulties. (laughs) Gregnical. If that's not the shirt next week, hashtag Gregnical difficulties. Oh, my gosh. I got to find my pen. Hold on. Gregnical. Oh, my God. Do you know where your pen is? I got it right here. Okay, cut. There it is. On returning <laughs> paper. Italy, Greg. Upon returning to Italy, she claimed that the Madonna made apparitions, wept tears of blood, and was communicating messages to her. Marco Salvi. How's that one? Is that a horrible? <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Not when I take a mouthful. Don't do that. Please. Marco Salvi, a local bishop last week, yeah. urged pilgrims to stop flocking to the site. A uh, uh, third of each month, while his diocese investigates the phenomena surrounding the statue, many people prayed before the statue in search of cures for serious illnesses. Scarpula, right? Scarpulia, Scarpulia sure is Giuseppe. facing judicial Giuseppe. investigation after a private investigator alleged that the blood stains on the statue came from a pig, and oh. after. Some of her followers claim that she had been scamming them. Scarpula, who in the past has been convicted of bankruptcy fraud, created a foundation through which she collects donations, which she reportedly said goes towards settling a center for sick children. Yeah. A man told uh, La Repubblica that he and his wife had donated $123,000 to her foundation. We were both ill and we both trusted her. It was a clamorous error, he said. Scarpula fled in early April amongst the fervor. Are you going to say it? Fuhrer. Amongst the Fuhrer, only to return a few weeks later. She still hosts the ceremonies. Every Saturday event is reported to be. All right. Although Saturday's event was reported to be a flop with gentlemen, a couple of dozen people in attendance. What? Wow. Mm. So anyway, 
Um, There's nothing that irritates me more than people no. that ask for donations. If they're asking for donations, there is something mentally wrong with hey, them. Hey, by the way, our Venmo account If you believe like I do that that is a scam and a ripoff, make the donation so we can stay on the air and continue to tell you more stories. It's basically a survey, right? Give a right. couple bucks. It's a survey. Yeah, that's how we survey. know. Yeah. Good yeah. So anyway, she's going to keep doing it because she knows that she won't budge an inch. She has God and the Madonna on her side. Hmm. Yep. That's it. That's uh, the news from Italy. Wow. Um, that so was never enough. taken any. Uh, the word is the word is Italy. 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 No. Giuseppe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Did you just pretend to take a sip from an empty glass and then pretend to spit take it? There was none left uh, in there. There was nothing oh in that. I, I had to refill during your story, partly <laughs> because of your story, partly because Chachi has the last one of the night. Oh, and I know we're all in trouble. Oh my God. Well, I hope it's from Bosnia. It's, it's never good. It's even never. further away. It's <laughs> New Jersey. Hey, uh, let me ask you something. Have you guys okay. not? Don't, I know the way Greg said it, nobody recognized it, but have you guys heard of Medjugorje? Don't That's all yell I, at once. <laughs> Greg mutes his microphone when I ask a question. <laughs> so I guess, all right, so it's right outside of Bosnia, Herzegovina. Mm -hmm. There is this location called Medjugorje. This is a place I really want to go, but it is near a war-torn area that is not safe. But people yeah. pilgrimage there every year in thousands to go there. They see the sun dropping out of the sky. People will take photographs and capture faces of the Madonna or Jesus or the um, golden chalice, uh, the Ark of the Covenant in the sun. They have these amazing deals. There are also stories of people going up with silver rosaries that come down. Half the rosary is silver. Half the rosary is now gold. Um, amazing stories. And at one time when Bosnia was being attacked, a flight came over strafing the area with bombs, dropping bombs that landed. The bombs are still there. They did not go off. That's like pretty that remarkable to me. I don't what like an crazy. amazing place. Yeah, I want to go there. I think, you know what? We should start collecting money to send the paranormal <laughs> news crew to Medjugorje to report on it from there. What's if our Venmo? See, if you yeah. want to see Chachi... The Colonel and the Paranormal Dick himself out there, that's short for detective, read it, it's yeah. in the books, go out there and be a part of Medjugorje in war-torn Bosnia. We're going. Please, let's send them there. We're there. I promise, I promise, I promise I won't read anything. <laughs> mm. That's sad. That kind of hurts my heart, Greg. I, I love when My you read. mom spent extra money, like when I was in third, fourth, and fifth grade, to send me to a tutor so I can read. And y'all just make fun of me still. And I don't. Well, she, she used to get a read box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> send you to Max Factor to learn to the turn to that oh, oh, oh. Is there a. Uh, yeah, is there a. Hey, uh, listen to this. What? Listen to what? this. Yeah. Thank you, Jess. We love you. Thanks, Jess. Yeah. Thanks, Jess. Just just donated a buck ninety nine to the Bosnia Herzegovina <laughs> yeah. to Medjugorje. Yeah, we're going, guys. To stop! Only, I don't want to go there. <laughs> you're only ninety nine thousand four hundred and seventy five dollars away from making it now. Yeah. Could you imagine? All right. if we all went international and just started doing this show like every night live from a different location over in Bosnia. Why don't we do that? Zip it. Well, uh, yeah. One yeah. thing is uh, money. Don't make me big. 
There he is. All I'm right, sorry. let's get to it. New Jersey is the focus of our final story for the night. And should we just throw this up there right now? Yeah. <laughs> Eric B. Trugglin'. So I was looking at, I mean, I wasn't looking at the comments, mm -hmm. um, but there's a person. I don't believe anything he's saying. So just I've taken him off the screen while he's giving you his disclaimer about everything he's about to say. We'll bring him back now as it appears that he may be past the disclaimer portion of tonight's show. So the New Jersey town council candidate was criticized for his role. No, you're doing great. Keep oh. going. Yeah, no, start. Let's start from the beginning, though, because I really feel you got to run into this one. Listen, okay. I'm in no shape to run right now. That is true. Mrs. Chachi yeah. just brought me a third glass. Oh, oh. hashtag balls on fire. <laughs> oh, you ain't knowing it. Yeah. All right. Listen, here's you the ain't thing. knowing you it. Ain't knowing I it. don't know. Hashtag you ain't knowing it. That's got to be a <laughs> you shirt. ain't knowing nothing. That's got to be the oh, back my. backside of the shirt. <laughs> you ain't knowing nothing. Right. I may start doing two shirts tonight. You regnical difficulties and hashtag you ain't <laughs> knowing it. <laughs> No one with a G. Oh, it. Yep. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, good. All right. It's going to be a big seller. Okay. Okay. A New Jersey town council candidate was crit. Nope. He criticized. <laughs> wow. Shoot. <laughs> I, New I Jersey town council candidate criticized for a role in infamous UFO hoax. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's a what candidate. A candidate for a town council position. <laughs> wow. Could you mute him, Dave? It wouldn't do any good. Okay. A candidate for a town council position in New Jersey saw his fitness for office called into question by his opponent. Who God, took are, you sound like a 45 uh, album on 33. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I sounded like I was 33 years old. That had been awesome. No, Pamela Collins, thank you thank for you, uh, Pamela. taking in a little money. You're, you're kind Listen. of reading like this. What is going <laughs> on? <laughs> hey, God. Oh. Bend over. Let me wind you up. <laughs> oh. He's winding yeah. himself oh, up. He's getting wound up already. All right. Yeah, let, let me give Let's you some uh, Italian this, stuff. Listen, listen yeah. I know this is the last story of the night, right, Dave? Uh-huh. So I was sure. thinking maybe after this, I'll just tell a story without, a, without reading. Would that be all right? <laughs> <laughs> hasn't, hasn't stopped you most nights. <laughs> you want to here? I have an idea, Chachi. While this up, just start moving your mouth and let's see if you can uh, ventriloquize. Yeah. yeah, listen, I'll drink and you talk. Okay. A candidate for a town council position in New Jersey saw his fitness for office called into question by his opponent, who took issue with his role in a rather infamous UFO hoax. The unexpected intersection wow. of the paranormal and politics reportedly came about during a recent Democratic primary race for a town council seat in the community of Morristown, facing off against challenger Chris Russo. Man, I'm going to start drinking Fireball. That makes you read yeah. good. Yeah, it does. The facing incumbent, off against, Yeah, incumbent Sandy Mayer. My, okay. hmm. Meyer? Meyer? Mm -hmm. I don't know. John Mayer. took issue with her opponent having took what? issue. Oh, wow. Come on. I'm going to get this. Okay, come on, man. With her there, opponent there having you. participated in a UFO hoax that spawned national headlines 14 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> God, you guys aren't helpful. You guys oh. aren't helpful. 
No, I'm the there end. for you. I'm there Thank for you, Tachi. All right, I'm muting. Just, just push through, down. Right. The incident in question, now known as the Morristown UFO hoax, saw Russo and his friend Joe Rudy stick flares to several helium balloons, which were then sent aloft over the town of five separate evenings in early 2009. The faux UFOs caused something of a stir in the region, with area police departments being inundated with calls from concerned residents and seemingly unfolding flap even garnered the attention of the Mutual UFO Network. Dave, I think they refer to that as MUFON. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right, Chachi. It is MUFON. Wow. Very well mm. done. Yeah. 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 The duo eventually came clean a few months later, claiming that it was all a hoax designed to show everyone how unreliable eyewitness accounts actually are, along with investigators of UFOs. The pair were understandably lambasted by local officials after the hoax was revealed, and they were each fined $250 for the scheme. While many people in the community had likely largely forgotten about this weird incident, his opponent in the town council race this year clearly had not, as mayor made a point of using Russo's UFO hijinks as evidence for why voters should have doubts about his fitness for office. I think a lawmaker should not be a lawbreaker, she cleverly declared to local newspapers. For his part, Russo, there he is, mm -hmm. responded to the hoax being revisited by saying that it was a long time ago and ironically asserted that the scheme was actually an experiment to expose charlatans conceding that it was a silly thing he went on to insist that we didn't do it with any malcontent while noting that the pair had paid the rather meager fines that were handed down for their antics fortunately for russo it would seem that the ufo hoax did not derail his candidacy as a preliminary recount from tuesday's primary election found him besting mayor by a mere 30 votes mom mere 30 votes Chachi, the pair were understandable awesome. ambassadors. Good job, Chachi. Officials. Good job. After the hoax was revealed that they were. Yeah, that was great. Awesome. You did a fantastic <laughs> job, buddy. We are very <laughs> impressed with your abilities of reading that story. Although, is anybody else perplexed that this is the image when you when you Google this guy for town council, this is the image that shows up. This is kind of look cool. I have a set he of looks, shoes like that. It figures totally figures looks like an h&m oh, yeah. commercial uh, or advertisement yeah or like he's uh he's the model for a pink flamingo for your front yard mm, Wait, oh yeah that may, too. you know what although maybe he's trying not to step on something hold on let me let me zoom in on this marty mm -hmm. oh there oh, it is there it is again <laughs> Yeah, see, look he's, from here. He's actually he just looks stupid and ridiculous. Yeah, here it turns out he's just not stepping on chupacabra. So yeah. not the chupacabra yeah. guy after all. See what you yeah. folks miss that are listening and not watching along with exactly. us. Exactly. I I don't believe that you've ever had to step in and uh, and actually prop up any. Of I've us. never had to do I it yet. Do I never see it ever happen. Today. No, it didn't happen nope. today. Chachi, your voice was, it was almost melodic there. You, you like, did you have a frog in your throat? I, I, uh, you may not know, Dave. I, I went to a concert last night, and so my voice is a little yeah. different than what it normally yeah. is. It was pretty harsh. It, it was very yeah, good, was though. Thank you, Very Dave. nice. I, um, All right, so, gentlemen, I have a question for you. All right? 
the 150th episode of the paranormal 60 is coming up but it lands on a monday whoa 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 it's not, whoa. It's not good for me it's no. not good for me so what my question is to you okay would you gentlemen be willing to join me hmm. twice that week monday oh. for the 150th episode where the four of us can congregate and we can invite listeners in to talk with us, ask questions, be an active part of the show, share their weird stories. We will weigh in on them non-judgmentally, kind of, mm -hmm. and uh, do that. And then Wednesday, we'll be back with the news for the 151st show of the season. Would you guys be good with that? Dave, can I, I offer yeah. an opportunity? <laughs> opportunity? opportunity? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm here for the show, Dave. You know, whatever you need. Thank you, Greg. You're looking good, Greg. Yeah. Listen, good. I was thinking, so we What's wouldn't it like? do, it hurts. Could <laughs> we do a show? Maybe this uh -huh. is what you just said. I wasn't listening. I was reading the comments. Okay, probably. Could we do a show where instead of us reading stories, mm -hmm. we just allow listeners to put in the comments questions that we would then answer? Hey, I'm like, it won't work at all. No, but what we could do is we could come together, the four of us on the show, and open it up to the listeners to ask questions. That's and a great maybe idea. even be a part of the show where they can pop on that. live with us and do that, inject themselves hmm. into the program. So tonight is episode tonight? 147. Oh, tonight is 147. Melinda's got a great idea. Next Monday is 148. Next Wednesday, 149. And then the following Monday is 150. So if you would like to be a part of our show for the 150th episode, now listen, please clearly listen. Listen to, to this. Email me, Dave at Paranormal 60. Say 150th episode in the line. I'm not going to send you a response until that day. I will send you the link to join us live on StreamYard. You have to have an active camera that works and a microphone that works to be a part of the live program with us. If you have crappy connection, crappy audio, we will dump you quickly, go to the next person, but we'll do it with love and caring just so you know. Um, so if you'd like to be a part of the show for the 150th episode, email me, Dave at paranormal six com, And then put in the subject line, 150th episode. That's all you have to do. I'm making it as easy as I can. Even if you just write to Dave at paranormal60.com with 150 right in the subject line, I'll send you a link, not next Monday, but the following Monday that allow you into the show with the instructions and how you can be a part of the show. Hey, then we'll, we'll do it. You can, we can allow 10 people on at a time. So that means there'll be That's six. For those of you watching. More. A yeah. five and a one is six. I appreciate Very you saying good. 10, but that's six. What date are we talking? I need to put this in my calendar. So not next Monday, but the following Monday. The 19th. Mm. Okay. Well, All right. That'll be our 150th show. Is so let's. No. It's Dumb a holiday. Ass. It's a Monday. The 14th is a holiday. That's uh, Linus's birthday and flag day. I said flag day. Flag day. Flag day. Yeah. So the yeah. 19th, a week from Monday. Yes. We are going to be on the hot seat. Yes. For the 150th episode, we will talk all things paranormal. We will oh, take yeah. your questions. Oh, yeah. Hear your stories. You can email me with stories and questions. You can chat live with us, and we'll throw up stories and questions. Winnie is always in the background throwing up your responses and questions. She'll do that throughout the program. And uh, we'll also invite you to come join us, should you want but to. But it's only going to be live, right? So for those that listen to right. the okay, you got to yeah. join live. Yeah. Okay. Got to yeah. be live. So that's the way I'm going All to right. try to join. Uh, 
you try to join. I appreciate you try to join. That's it. I, I think we're done for the night. Thank you all for being a so. part of the program with us. Remember to go follow our sponsors. Keep up with us about all the cool stuff going on. And do me a big favor. For those of you, some of you have already begun ordering them. If you would like the autographed picture of Shane Pittman and I, let's pull that little screenshot down yeah, for a second. Like if you would like this autographed picture of Shane and I, we call it our Hardy Boys mystery photo. It's the two of us on the Holzer Files picture. It's an 8 by 10 beautiful colorized photograph. We will sign it and send it out. It is $30. That's a $10 savings for those of you that don't know, because usually he charges 20 I charge 20 together 30 plus $7.95 shipping and handling in the U.S. of A. So if you'd like to order it, just email me, Dave, at paranormal60.com. Include your name your shipping address, and we will send you an invoice and get you. And if you'd like it personalized, make sure you put in the note to me, personalize it to Bubba Ray, personalize it to Molly Quinn, whatever. Just make Listen, sure you tell me who you want. Otherwise, you're just going to get it signed. Please yeah, tell me that so. we have no listeners named Bubba Ray. We do have oh, a listener yeah. named Bubba Ray. Do we really? Yeah. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. joking. I hope we have a listener named Bubba Ray. We do. And okay, he is good. a hell of a listener. That's it for us, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the only news you need to know. I'm Dave. That's the Colonel. This guy down here, the paranormal detective, and the fella in the corner, that is Chachi. We will be back with you next Wednesday right here on The Very Best in Paranormal. This is the Paranormal 60 News. Thank you for your patience while we deal with Gregnical difficulties.
This has been a presentation of the Paranormal 60s.